0: a break, a reprieve, if you will, from all of the politics. Plus, we are going to have to learn how to do other things, because with Trump gone now, nighttime TV is going to be completely different. I mean, what are they going to talk about? And once COVID's over, we're going to have to remember how to do radio and talk about other things. Luckily, we have Blaine Kylo here in a technological world, baby. Kylo, how are you, my friend? I'm well.
1: You can call me the great repriever. The great repriever. Bringing the golden ber- repriever. Reprieve. Yeah, the golden <laughs> repriever. <laughs>
0: this is good. All right, technology it is. We can ease our mind with a collective sigh of less politics now for a little bit. I look forward to that. So we're going shopping again. You, like, I? I trust you implicitly. Like, if I had to lend my credit card to a guy, I don't think it would be you, though, because you have such a long list of cool things every single week. I often wonder, how do you not go shopping for all of this?
1: Well, it's it's a difficult thing, um, but budgets do take precedent. It's, it, isn't it nice to know, however, that Samsung's new Galaxy S21 smartphones are actually cheaper than the S20s were last year? Really?
0: That's good news. That's not something Apple can
1: do. (laughs) By about, by almost 200 bucks. Um, Now, they managed to do that by making some trade offs, which are similar to trade offs that Apple has already made. Um, There's reduced RAM uh, in the handsets, the screen resolution on the cheaper two models of S21 is reduced. And the S21 smartphones are being packaged without earbuds or a wall charger. So that's one of the ways that Samsung's been able to bring the price down. But if if you're looking for a new Android device, the S21s look pretty good. They stack up pretty well. Um, Samsung's got three devices: the S21, the S21 Plus, and the S21 Ultra. The Ultra is the premium model that I'll be able to talk more about next week when I finish playing around with the one that Samsung sent me to play around with.
0: So pre-orders only now. You can't uh, you can't touch them yet, which has always been an interesting thing for me because in pre-orderings become a big thing in today's you know online shopping world. Don't you want to hold it in your hand, Blaine, and like touch it and feel it before you buy it?
1: Yeah, I, I really think you do. The, the reason that the manufacturers do pre-orders is because it guarantees them sales, and it really helps them figure out what their um, how many units they need to make and what demand is likely to look like. And that's why you get benefits, right? Like if you pre-order Galaxy S twenty one Ultra. Samsung's going to throw in a set of Galaxy Buds Pro, which are the new um, versions of the little bean shaped earbuds, wireless earbuds that I talked about last year that I like so much. They're also going to throw in a Galaxy Smart Tag, which is this new little tracking device that Samsung has created. Very similar to the tile devices that people might be familiar with. These are little um Bluetooth trackers that you can, thin ones you can put in wallets or thicker ones that you can put on your keys so that if you lose any of these things, you can actually use your phone to track them down. So Samsung's got the smart tag and if you pre-order a 21 Ultra, you get the Buds Pro and a smart tag. And this is how Samsung tries to encourage people to pre-order, which puts money in Samsung's pockets so that they can make more devices and have supply chain ready to go.
0: Yeah, it always reduces risk as a business person to have that base capital, which is which is nice. Okay, so you say the price isn't going up, but just doing a little bit of basic math here. When you don't get a charger and you don't get enough as much RAM, the hard drives really aren't getting much bigger, but then the resolution on video is, then you uh, get upsell to some sort of cloud storage uh, in one way or another, whether it's, you know, Google or OneDrive or iCloud or whatever. You know, there seems to be more and more and more hidden costs here if you want to use a phone today than you used to a few years ago. Am Am I missing something or is that the case?
1: well no i don't think you're missing something i i i don't think that it's the having not having a wall charger is not really an issue i think that by now most of us have multiple wall chargers we can also plug into our various computers and other devices if you have a cable and and these s21 smartphones do come with the cable on the box if you've got the cable You've got lots of power access. You don't really need the wall charger. So I don't think that that's an issue. I also think that most people have earbuds by this point that you're not really, it's not like the earbuds that were getting packaged with the handsets were great anyway. Um, so I don't really think that that's much of an issue. I don't think that people are going to miss the RAM. Um, The hard drive, now RAM, that's memory. That's the amount of memory available in the device to drive applications. That's not storage space. Storage space remains the same, and you've got different options. So you'll pay a bit more to have more storage space on your new S21. You can make the argument that reducing the screen resolution on the S21 and the S21+, Plus, that that might be a different experience for people, but again, it depends on what you're doing. If you're watching, you know, blockbuster Hollywood films on a smartphone, mm, yeah, maybe you're going to notice the resolution, but if you're just doing sort of everyday stuff, I don't know that the resolution is going to be much of an issue. I can say that it looks like the cameras in these three devices are as good as you expect them to be, And again, I'll I'll be able to talk more about what the camera's like, pardon me, in the Ultra next week after I get a chance to test it out. Are you Samsung? Are you an Android or are you iPhone? Um, We've been, my family's been in the Apple ecosystem for 20 years at this point. Um, But I have an appreciation for what really good Android devices can do.
0: And I had a note at one point uh, with my American phone, and I can tell you that the camera on my note, whatever note it was, was hands down unbelievably beautiful. The camera on those things, so you know. To yeah, give and, credit, and that's that was, actually something
1: that—that's what the S21 Ultra has got going for it. You can actually use the S Pen with it, so this might hearken the end of the Samsung Note devices if you can actually use that stylus with the S the Galaxy S devices, the note might be not long for this world.
0: Mm, not for the note note for the not for the ah, there's something there. My brain's fried after this day. Okay, so we are going into food going Kylo technology food. What is happening here? We love food on the shift.
1: Yeah, everybody needs it too, and it's a tough go for a lot of restaurants these days, and there's a really cool thing happening in Calgary to support Calgary restaurateurs and chefs. This is the Cook with a Chef program, an initiative from Julie Van Rosendahl, who's a Calgary-based cookbook author and journalist. What she's done is she's got a whole bunch of chefs from some of the best restaurants in Calgary, and they're doing online classes. So you can get one ticket for your household, so you and your family or you and your housemates can all take part in the fun with just one ticket. The chef will send you a recipe and an ingredient list ahead of time so you know what it is that you're going to cook. And then you're all together on a video share, and you're being taught how to cook this really amazing dish by the chef from the fancy restaurant. And it occurred to me that even though the chefs that are doing this are from Calgary restaurants. I don't think that they're going to restrict it to Calgary residents. If you're interested in cooking something awesome like um, barbecue or some of these fantastic uh, dishes from some of these Calgary restaurants and you live in Winnipeg or in Toronto or in Vancouver, I, I bet that they'll let you uh, join in on the fun. Um, the link to cook with a chef is at my website.
0: All right. And uh, just for the sake of it, it's solocore.com, S O L O C O R P S dot com to go and check out on Blaine Kylo's uh, links to find out the access on that. Okay. Evil Dead. Tell me about it.
1: Well, should we listen first?
0: Oh, do we have that one? That's the one we have, isn't it, Matt? All right. Well, first of all, Blaine, we're going to listen and then we'll talk about it. <laughs>
1: that the only way to stop those possessed by the spirits of the book is through the act of bodily dismemberment. All right. Oh, a nice little now clip you tell from even ah. dead. Oh. <laughs> this is the 1981 film directed by Sam Raimi, produced by Rob Tapert, and starring Bruce Campbell. Um, and this has got a storied reputation, this little movie, because it was an indie film that they self financed and they shot in the, in a cabin. I think Sam Raimi's family owned the cabin and it kind of changed what horror movies were. You could argue that The Evil Dead is more of a comedy than it is a horror film. Um, it's very gory. It's, it is roaring hilarious and it also sparked the careers for these guys Rami ramey went on to direct a whole bunch of movies including the first spider-man films rob tapert produced xena warrior princess and bruce campbell of course has become a, a movie star in his own right and if you're interested you can actually watch the evil dead with bruce campbell this saturday Tickets are 25 bucks per device, so again, this is an online thing that you can do with your household bubble, and you can actually watch The Evil Dead with Bruce Campbell. He's going to share memories. He's going to tell stories about what was going on behind the scenes and other anecdotes from the film, and he's actually going to answer questions from the audience, too. So if you don't know The Evil Dead, you want to see the original 1981 film, not the remake, um, and no better person to watch it with than the star Bruce Campbell.
0: It's a very good point. Is it scary,
1: though? Well, it depends on what your flavor of scary is. It, there are startling moments to it. It's more gory and ridiculous than it is um, jump scare scary, though.
0: All right. Gory and ridiculous. Okay. Oh. Jump scare gets me, Blaine.
1: So... Well, jump scares get everybody. That's why they exist. (laughs)
0: That's the point. No, I mean, like they really get me. Um, I uh, Yeah, if I'm watching a scary movie, I will start to eat at the scary times, and then I will eat all the popcorn, and then I feel terrible when the movie's done, not to mention um, like it scares me. So anyway, I just felt like I'd share that with you. Thanks for listening. We, We all have our coping mechanisms. We do. Um, Scott Pilgrim versus the world video game is a do-over. What's the story here?
1: Yeah, well, this is based on the original comic by Canadian uh, comic writer Brian Lee O'Malley. Uh, the film adaptation, of course, starring Michael Cera and directed by Edgar Wright. The whole thing is set in Toronto. The film was set in Toronto and the video game published by Ubisoft also set in Toronto this is a game that when it came out back in 2010 it was just it just stormed the world it was a really interesting game a side scroller beat em up so real fun arcade style gameplay Um, The game is almost as popular because of the soundtrack by Anna This is a pop band that incorporates video game hardware into their instrumentation. So this chiptune bit poppy sound, this pixelated sound for the soundtrack is just perfect syncopation for beating everybody up in the game. The um, new edition collects the downloadable ad... Add on content that came out in the years after the game came out. And this is essentially a 10th anniversary edition. And it's just as charming as it was back in 2010. You can battle as Scott or as other characters from the film and the comic, like Ramona Flowers and even Knives Chow. And if you don't know these characters, then you really need to do yourself a favor read the comics, watch the film, play the game. Scott Pilgrim versus the World.
0: Uh, it's very cool that how comic book stories you can kind of live into them after growing up with them for so long, and live into them a little bit, and have it be part of your uh, how to be part of your life in your world. I think that's it's kind of cool where it's graduated to video games, uh, kind of pinching the best from movies with trailers and the best from comic books, and that you get to be a superhero for a day. That's pretty cool stuff. Thanks so much, Blaine Kylo. I appreciate all the insight. Always a pleasure, Shane.